Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome to Progressive Field, where the Indians have defeated the Kansas City Royals uh, by a score of 3-2 to two on opening day, the home opener here at uh, Progressive Field in Cleveland. Uh, I'm Joe Noga from Cleveland.com, and I'm joined by Paul Hoynes, our Indians beat writer. Uh, Paul, uh, a chilly day, uh, not a lot of fun, but a uh, guy that, uh, that certainly had a lot of fun out there today was Michael Brantley, made his season debut and, and drove in the game-winning runs. Yeah, for the second year in a row, he he uh, is the home opener, the hero of the home opener, and uh, you know it was cool. Joe, he's activated before the game. Mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, Terry Francona had told him, um, you know, Thursday night that he was going to be activated, that he was going to play. And uh, Brantley, he's been playing a long time. He's thirty, thirty-one, and said he couldn't sleep last night. He was so excited. You know, this is a guy that has missed over two hundred games the last couple of years just because wow. of injuries. And uh, I think, you know, you, you, he wants to play. And, uh, and we saw exactly what he can do to this lineup. I mean, you know, Danny Duffy was struggling. Uh, first inning, he was walking people. And Brantley came up there, first pitch. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't a screaming line drive, but it was, a, you know, a little soft single over the second baseman's head and scored two runs. And that was the difference in the game. What I think was really great about it was Brantley – Yes, he's had all these injuries. He's missed 56 of the last 58 regular season games and, and all that pressure and, and whatnot on him. He steps to the plate, and he's confident, despite all the injuries and he's, what he's been through, he's confident enough knowing, hey, I've had a lot of success against this guy. I know I'm going to get a first pitch fastball. I know I can put a good swing on it, and he does, and he gets the base hit that he needed to get. Uh, to me, the confidence that he showed in that first at-bat, knowing that, yeah, that guy's not throwing strikes, the book says, yeah. take a few pitches, get him in the strike zone. But knowing himself, trusting himself, I think that speaks more about what he can do. Boy, if Michael Brantley is healthy, he's he's a, a big part of what the Indians are going to do this year. Yeah, definitely. You know, Duffy, uh, lefties have been hitting 150, I mean 170 off him since the start of the 2016 season. Now, Brantley, as you said, I think he's hitting like 380 maybe. Right, yeah, I think Duffy. his career numbers are like 320 and yeah, 25 bats. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously he's had some success. And uh, But this is guy, you know, Duffy is not, you know, some chump. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's eating lefties alive. So that shows you, you know, the talent he, that Brantley has and, you know, what he could mean to this lineup, like you were saying, if he can stay in it, if he can right. play, what, 120 games, 115 games, I, any, you know, something like that. I think the uh, the chatter in the uh, in the press box today before the, the game, we, we put an over-under number on the number of games we thought Brantley would play this year, and uh, I think a 93.5, and, 
people were were optimistically taking the over on that. So uh, I, I think that's a that's a, a positive sign. Uh, let's talk about Carlos Carrasco. Uh, the first inning was shaky. Uh, gave up a couple of runs. Uh, Lucas Duda. Uh, throws a bat into the screen and then destroys a bat and then gets an RBI base hit. Yeah. Uh, and then he settled down. He settled in and and turned in a pretty solid performance. Yeah, he did. You know, and and I know uh, Carl Willis, the pitching coach, has talked to Carrasco. You know, he's had the tendency, you know, since late in spring training to you know get stung by the big inning. And you you know it happened to him a little bit in Seattle. He still won that game in his first. First start, and you could see it building again here. Mm-hmm. You know, in the first inning, you know, uh, they score two runs. Uh, you know, there's people on, there's traffic on the bases, and you know, he gets out of it though. You know, Lindor and Ramirez turn a really a nice double play to get him out of trouble, and then you know, he shuts him down for five innings. But he also, at in the six, he creates another you know mess for himself. Uh, you know, bases loaded, uh, two out. And he pitches himself out of that as well. So, you know, I think that's a good sign. Uh, both, of, both of those instances, the first inning and the sixth inning, uh, he gets out of uh, the situation, uh, Francisco Lindor's defense. He turns a double play in the, uh, in the first inning. Just so smooth and so... Uh, he talked pregame about working on his footwork and his defense in the offseason. So, uh, obviously, uh, you know, the, the things that... Francisco Lindor worked on in the offseason are, are you know starting to show up too. Yeah, you know, this is a guy that, you know, has what? He hasn't even played in the big leagues three years. He's already won a gold glove. He's already won a platinum glove for the best defender in the American League. Now he didn't win anything last year, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of motivated him a little bit. You know, he had he was a little shaky defensively early last season. Uh he's put in a lot of work on his defense. I think he takes a lot of pride in that. And you could see it in spring training, and we're seeing it right now as well. Uh, let's let's mention the bullpen. Uh, you, you had Nick Goody come in, uh, struck out a couple of batters, and, and worked himself out of out of a little traffic as well. And then you had Andrew Miller come in, and uh, the first two guys reach base, and it's you know what, what's going on with Andrew Miller. But that sort of f- getting those guys on base sort of locked him in, and he, he refocused. Through eight consecutive strikes, uh, struck out the side then to, to to get out of it in the in the eighth inning. Uh, why does it take <laughs> that that moment or that pressure or that situation to sort of activate the the good Andrew Miller? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. You know, obviously it wasn't a, the greatest day to pitch. You know, I'm not right. sure. He said he had to step off the mound during his warm up pitches because the wind was blowing so hard. So uh, you know, I'm sure that that you know has played into it a little bit, and uh, but we saw this, I think, in, in Anaheim too. He he put a couple guys on base, and then he started pitching. So I think he he says he's really mechanically he's not quite locked in, and as Francona said, told us, Joe, uh, you know, sometimes Andrew Miller is his best reliever, and uh, I think maybe. He he has to put himself in a corner before he pitches. Starts pitching well. I, I'm sh- he, I know he doesn't want to pitch like that. I'm sure he'd rather have a clean inning. But at least you know if he's backed into a corner, he can pitch his way out of it. Leadoff walk for Cody Allen in the in the top of the ninth, and with that runner on base, uh, Cody Allen and and Jan Gomes really didn't change the game plan too much. Cody Allen trusted Jan Gomes. Uh, to to go after the hitters with with breaking balls, and he snapped off a few of them in the dirt, uh, 
Uh, Jan Gomes blocks those balls. Otherwise, you've got a, a runner on third base with the tying run. Uh, just the the trust factor there. Uh, uh, Gomes talked about that in in, in the post game. Yeah, I mean, uh, catchers, I mean, they, they're like goalies, man. They, they really take a pounding. And, you know, you saw him sliding around in the in back of the plate in the ninth inning. He, he blocked two balls in the dirt with to, when Alex Gordon was hitting. And, uh, you know, like you said, Joe, he, you know, he saved, he kept Solar at first base. If those pitches get by him, Solar's at third base. And who knows what, you know, Gordon does. Even if he strikes out, they've got two more chances to hit a sacrifice fly and uh, tie the game up. So, you know, that, that's a key element. And, you know, when we were talking to you and I were talking to Cody Allen, um, you know, he told us, you know, I can do that because we've got two of the best catchers in baseball in uh, Gomes and Roberto Perez. And, you know, those guys have been around each other. They have that trust factor where, Allen can throw a breaking ball in the dirt, and he knows, you know, most of the time it's going to get blocked, and especially in crucial crucial situations. All right, so the Indians now uh, look shift their attention to Saturday. Uh, Trevor Bauer uh, will take the mound uh, in in his uh, next start of the season. Uh, what are we anticipating from uh, this matchup? Uh, another cold day anticipated in Cleveland, and uh, you know if if there's a a pitcher that you know might be affected by something like the uh, the weather and, and this is—is is it Trevor Bauer? I don't think so, uh, Joe. I really I think his mindset is uh, is so kind of uh, a little bit different than than other pitchers that I don't think he's going to be bothered by the weather. I don't think you know the only thing that bothers him is not throwing strikes, <laughs> and I, I think that's you know we're throwing too many pitches. Uh, that that got him out of the game uh, against Seattle in f- after five innings, but he still only you know he struck out seven guys, allowed two runs. Um, I think you know he just uh, be more efficient, and uh, you know when it's cold like this, you know it's I think it's got to favor the hit the pitcher. You know I mean nobody wants to swing the bat. Uh, the pitcher's the only guy moving out there all the time, so he's going to be at least a little bit warm. <clears throat> so. I think Bauer, you know, I think he's, I think that this will, you know, I think this is a challenge to him. And, uh, you know, it's uh, Ian Kennedy, he's facing Ian Kennedy, a guy that the Indians have seen quite a bit of over the last couple of years. They, you know, they've had some success against them, but not when it's 35 degrees or whatever the temperature is going to be. So well, that'll be interesting to see. Well, what did, what did Michael Brantley say in the, in the pregame, uh, you know, the best, uh, the best cure for uh, for the bee stings in the hands is to just barrel the barrel the ball up. Yeah, that's the the best cure for it. Uh, yeah. It doesn't hurt so much when you barrel it up. Yeah, like when Edwin Encarnacion says, when you hit it when you hit it in the sweet spot, you don't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll be back uh, uh, as we move forward uh, the rest of the season with the more Cleveland baseball talk podcasts. We'll hope to hear from you then.